Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's week six college football as we say hi on this a beautiful. By, by the way, as I say hi, it is chilly here in Vegas. You said it's warming up there in Jersey. Michael Lombardi, oh, live man, from the Oh, man, it's beautiful here, Patrick. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, my grandkids, Dominic and, and Mikey, were in the water here on, the, I think, Thursday. They went swimming. The weather's beautiful here. It's It was easily the high 70s. We couldn't even, you know, last night I, I took a, a wrath of it from the great Bill Berman about, I said, I didn't think we we're going to build a fire last night because it was too warm. And, of course, I got scolded after the show. Like, of course we're going to build a fire. Mm. You know, absolutely. We didn't build a fire last night. It was too cold. <laughs> it, was, it was too warm. It was too warm. I brought that up. Because you know, I mean, I was I mean he's, about kind of, he's becoming the Matt Nagy of weather forecasting again. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, what's going on here? All right, we say hi and good morning on this Saturday. Week 6 college football. Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We just had Carl Johnson on from the Beau Rivage. I feel like I'm he, recovering. I feel like he's I'm, a— I'm disappointed I didn't ask him what was on the menu today. Since they won't let him in the kitchen, I kind of want to know what he eats in the kitchen. Like, I want to know what's going on down there. I, could, I mean, I, if Ed gets fired, I couldn't think of the right way to, to honor it or to celebrate it or to, to uh, you know, to have a, 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 like a, 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 a funeral, a wake. That's the word I was looking for, to have a wake over his firing. But we almost have to go down there and, and at least just, just feel the energy of, of the crowd there. It would be awesome. I feel like Carl Johnson's a big, we talked about this during the break, a big karaoke guy. Next week, we have to ask him what his go-to karaoke song is because you know he's a big-time karaoke guy. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, Don't I, Stop I Believing, a, something like that. No, I got to think he's a Ken, he's on that Kenny Chesney train, I think. I, I got to think he's on <laughs> choo, choo. He could be on George Strait. I think he's on George Strait, Kenny Ch- I mean, I'm just going to go that way. George Strait, Kenny Chesney, Alan Jackson, I think. Uh, you know, I kind of think that that would be his just guessing. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. I want to go Big Ten because you were talking about Michigan. So ninth ranked Wolverines here in an interesting spot at Nebraska. Nebraska's three and three. Yet they're five and zero oh ATS their last five, which is interesting, right? So here it is: Michigan open three, uh, still a few books with three. However, a couple of books have gone to two and a half. Michigan Lane at Nebraska and Lincoln here. Uh, it's a very interesting game, as I mentioned. Nebraska, while they're three and three, they keep covering. Thoughts initially on this one, Michael. You know, I I, I thought let's when we go over Michigan's schedule, right? And and under the typical Jim Harbaugh administration there at Michigan is they they've always they open up with a one of those directional schools and they struggle to win. 
That happened this year. It didn't happen, right? They win 47-14. to 14. Then they play a Washington team that probably is underachieving, not as well coached as it needs to be, with some talent, and they dominate them 31 to 10. Okay, Washington opened the season with a loss to Montana or Montana State. I'm not sure. So that wasn't an impressive win. They come back and they dominate Northern Illinois. No big deal. And then Rutgers, they get ahead of Rutgers and they can't score in the second half. And everybody starts saying, "Well, they're not very good." Then they go into they go into they go into Madison. And there's steam, line, move, everything's against them there, just like it is this week. And they dominate the game. I just think this is a different Michigan team. I think they're better defensively than they've ever been in terms of how they play. They're not risk-taking as much as they were. They still blitz, they still attack, but they strategically do it in a better way. And I think if you look at what they've been able to accomplish offensively, there's a good mix. They're running the football effectively. They're able to, you know, they're averaging 5.5 yards a carry. They're throwing the ball at 9.47, you know, down the field a little bit. So for me, I think this is a more complete Michigan team. Can they beat Ohio State? Look, Ohio State's not great this year. We know that. They're not the same. They're not in the same level as Georgia and Alabama. We're talking about a secondary level. I think this is the best Michigan team we've seen in a while. One thing we do know, Michigan's been getting the headlines as far as running the football, but these are the two best rushing teams in the Big Ten. And Nebraska, you saw what they did last week against Northwestern. They ran for 427 yards and seven scores. So it's no joke, obviously led by Adrian Martinez as far as a runner, their dual threat at quarterback. How long has Adrian Martinez been running? I mean, it feels like he's been running longer than Kellen Mons was at Texas (laughs) A&M. Or or Desmond Ryder's been at Cincinnati. Like, I feel like we've been talking about Adrian Martinez for 20 years now. I feel like, you know, Dominic's going to go to college soon after Adrian Martinez. I mean, it's unbelievable. he's, He's been there for a while. And... I think you put it astutely as far as the big improvement for Michigan because, you know, they don't throw the ball a ton. They run the ball well, but defensively, this this team defensively this year has been the big improvement for Michigan. They're going to be tested with that rush offense from Nebraska. Now, I don't know if you consider this a trap. Huge game last week for Michigan, Wisconsin, a huge win on the road. They come now, they head to Lincoln, they've got a bye coming up. So kind of a tricky scheduling spot for Michigan, but this is... You know, this is a big-time spot for Harbaugh in that program. Uh, no doubts. Night game in Lincoln, 7.30 kick, you know, so or 7.30 our time kick. I, I think, look, the one thing about Michigan this year that's different, they don't turn the ball over. Number one team in the nation not turn the ball over. And, and when you don't lose games, when you don't give away games, you have a better chance, especially when you play on the road. Now, you know, they give up 12 points a game. I think it's going to be hard for Nebraska to move the football on them. I think they're good. I think the, I think Michigan's a different Michigan team than we've seen. He's changed the staff. He's changed a little bit internally. They've given him this opportunity to continue on. We'll see if it works out. Yeah, and Nebraska slowly improved with their rush D, so it'll be interesting to see how Michigan attacks. I think this is a tricky spot for them. And the odds makers are saying the same thing as we see that number now dipping. Well, last week they said the same thing about a tricky spot too. You know, they said it was a tricky spot, and 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 I like I agree it's a tricky spot for Michigan State with Rutgers. I I think that Michigan's just different this year, and all those numbers they're four and zero against. I think all those numbers are are certainly. reliable when they go to the way they've been in the past. And look, I think Don Brown was a good coordinator, but Don Brown took a lot of chances. And if he can't play man-to-man, it was hard for him. This is a little bit of a different team. You mentioned Michigan State Rutgers. Let's talk about the, again, how about the Great Lakes State with two ranked teams, undefeated teams, Michigan State heads to Rutgers and your boy Shiano. This number open five and even though Michigan State's getting bets, dip down to four and a half. It's four and a half everywhere, Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Rutgers is is so inconsistent offensively, which worries you. You know, and they're just not a great team offensively. And when you watch them, you know, they're, they're what they score like twenty nine points a game. You know, they they average. They're, they're one of the worst teams on yards per play. They're one hundred tenth in the country. You know, they can't really run the ball. They average three point six three, but they're good on defense. And they're good at being able to turn the ball over. They're able to, you know, they're able to stay themselves in games. Now, the Ohio State game got away from them. But this is the kind of game, this is the kind of team that they feel like I think they can play. They've only given up 21 points a game in this game. I think it'll be a field goal game. I think as long as that number hangs above the three, I think Rutgers is a strong play here. Well, 
interestingly enough, so Tucker's got the Spartans ranked, what, 11? And, you know, if there's a possibility of a letdown, which there shouldn't be, obviously Rutgers much improved. Remember last year what happened to Michigan State in East Lansing? They got beat by Rutgers. They turned the ball over yeah. a million times. They got beat by 11 at home as favorites, obviously, uh, last year. So Michigan State, something to prove here as they head your way to take on Rutgers. You have a play on the, t- on the side there. It's four and a half right now. You know, I would lean towards the. I would lean. I lean towards Rutgers there. There's no doubt. I lean towards Rutgers there. But I would say this about Michigan State. I I think the Spartans have done a good job of reconfiguring their offense. I mean, the transfer from Wake Forest has been really good. Walker. I mean, that guy's a really good player. And they've gotten stability out of Peyton, right? You know, Peyton Thorne, the quarterback. I think they've gotten that, been able to do that. Where last year they were so inconsistent, Rocky Lombardi and everybody else. I think that that's where they've done, they've done a good job in the transfer portal, and he's done a nice job rebuilding this team. I lean towards Rutgers here. I'll take the points, Patrick. You've got two four and one teams, but they don't. They probably don't feel good sitting four and one. Both of them, Maryland at Ohio State today. The number open 20. Ohio State getting bet up to 21 and a half. I said don't feel good because Ohio State obviously lost to Oregon. And Maryland in one of the biggest spots in program history last week just got absolutely disrespected by Iowa at home. Uh, Thoughts, Ohio State laying 21 and a half here. Well, I mean, Ohio State's kind of turned it on. I mean, the disappointment against Tulsa where they couldn't really put him away. Last week against Rutgers, they, they, they kind of showed, Stroud showed that he's back throwing the football. You know, the last two weeks they've scored 50 points once against Akron, not a very good team, and then, of course, against Rutgers. I, I think I could see why this line's moving. I think everybody anticipates Maryland to represent the, the Maryland that was against Iowa where they turned the ball over and made too many mistakes. I'm leaning towards taking, I lay the points here. I think it's going to be a hard game for Maryland. By the way, we're going to head to the basement yeah. coming up next. And yeah. one of you. Oh, we got a big game. We got a big game in the basement. <laughs> I, just I mean, can't, you I can't, can't stop laughing it. at you, it. You can't deny it. You know, how, how lucky are we as a network to get Massachusetts playing Connecticut? I mean, that, that, you don't get this very often. Somebody's going to get happy today, and somebody's not going to be the worst team in America because the two teams have constantly been in my bottom 10 all year. You know, and Connecticut has, look, I thought that Wyoming would blow them out. They proved me wrong. You know, they, they had a chance to win last week, and they, got, and, they, and they lost the last second field goal. I mean, they've been in games now. Give Connecticut some credit. Ever since Randy Etzel left, they're at least still competing. I like Connecticut. I don't want to spoil it. But I, I think Connecticut has given them credit for their ability to kind of hang in there after taking so much, so much abuse. The problem with UConn is yeah. ever since Randy Etzel left, Lou Spanos took over, and they've been competitive. He won't even be there today. He's out with COVID. So Lou yeah. Spanos, the interim head coach, is going to be out for UConn today. However, we're going to get to the basement next. And not to give it away, but UConn and UMass are both sniffing that one spot. We'll figure out where and it lands. A, it's a three-and-a-half-point game. Figure out who's, who's favorite. See, <laughs> the books are going to tell us who the worst team is by the line. If you're dialed in and simply watching this game today, you're a sicko is really what it comes down to. I'm watching it. Okay. It'll be on the outdoor TV. It'll be on the outdoor TV. I'm sure it'll be highlighted. Okay, let's head to the basement next. We've got Thomas Gable. We're going to run the board and more as we continue. Week 6 college football right here on the Lombardi line. Remember, you can find Michael on Twitter and Lombardi NFL. We're vcin.com and at vcin live on Twitter. We're coming back with the basement, the bottom 10 here, Lombardi line. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. 
Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Jeff Siegel express bet. Here's the plays today as you take a look. Santa Anita race 5. Jeff likes the number 5 horse. Let Freedom Reign at 4 to 1 on the morning line. And 7th race, Santa Anita. Jeff has Epidemia's Girl at 7 to 2 on the morning line. Okay, you can bet these races and Jeff Siegel's picks at first bet the preferred sports horse racing betting app here at VSIN. Again, $10 free as soon as you sign up, plus $10 up to $1,000, so they give you money back. The Road to the Breeders' Cup Sweet Stakes Grand Prize winner will have $1,000 deposited into their first bet account before Friday, November 5th, just in time for the championship races at Santa Anita. Ten secondary winners will have $100 deposited. So again, all the information is at vsin.com slash horses, and you can check out Siegel's Picks there as well as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line on a Saturday college football week six hope you're doing well Michael Lombardi out there at the Borgata where I'm guessing it's starting to get busy we'll get into the big matchups bet. but we're yeah, gonna there's go a buzz in the air here I mean there, there's a buzz in the air here this is gonna be a good weekend I think this is a holiday weekend isn't it Patrick what's the is it Columbus Day? Shout to Christopher. I, I, I didn't even realize. We I don't were... know if we call it Columbus Day anymore. I think it's Indigenous Day. I think they've changed Indigenous that. Indigenous Day. Okay. I'll be celebrating. Yeah, I think okay. Yeah, just, just trying to keep you up to date on <laughs> thank, things. You thank know. you. I appreciate it. I can't keep track. <laughs> I, I can't keep track either. I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, I learned this from Bill's kids. They're the ones who tell me. But anyway, uh, where were we? Yeah, so I think it is a holiday weekend. But you can feel there's a little bit of a buzz in the air. People are ready to go. I mean, look, you got Texas, Oklahoma, you got, I mean, Arkansas, Mississippi. I mean, you know, you can't beat that. That's going to be fun. Well, games that maybe you can beat, uh, maybe it's not as exciting, but you can beat them. And that's the whole purpose of the bottom 10 is we head to Michael's basement. Yep. And we'll start with number Love 10. The basement. How about number 10, Utah? They're favored today on the road at Southern Miss. Uh, I so, know, and I, and I don't have something missing the bottom ten. I kind of maybe maybe I missed that. Maybe they they I missed that. I can't believe their favorite against the Southern Miss. You know, and and look, UTEP's four and one overall. They're three and one against the spread. They're not a good team at all, but they're in the basement. But uh, and the under has has hit in the, this. I, I'm going to lean towards UTEP here. I think I would lay the points. I think I would uh, lay the points here against Southern Miss. Okay, Rice in at number nine. Oh, oh, the Rice Owls. <laughs> I think they, they've got to buy this week, uh, but they're two and three overall, one and four ATS. They're not cashing for the betters. And so there but it they is. beat Southern Miss. I think I, I think probably I should have put Southern Miss in the bottom 10. I mean, I, you know, Brett Favre's university is not playing very well in Hadesburg. I forgot to ask Carl about that. I need to, you know, that's right by Carl too. That's right down there. He's that's, that's really his home university right there in, in Hadesburg. ODU, Old Dominion next here, eight yeah. on Michael's basement. They're at Marshall today. Marshall's laying 21. Yeah, this is going to be a hard game for Old, Old Dominion can move the football. They can score points. They're one and four. They, they've done a better job against the spread. Where they get in a lot of trouble is they can't play any defense. That's why Marshall may be. That line opened up at 19, and it quickly moved to three touchdowns because of that. I mean, Old Dominion's defense can't play very well, and I think that's the biggest issue. Taylor Heineke, right? ODU. Yep. 
ODU. Randy Ryan, Ricky Rain. He's good. You know, he's got a chance to get it going there. But you know, it's a program that was they're trying to build it back. More on Heineke tomorrow, of course, here on the Lombardi line. Coming in at number what seven on Michael's basement here. FIU. They're catching three and a half yeah. with Charlotte. Yeah, now this is an interesting game because FIU is Charlotte. You know, we know Charlotte has played, has had moments of playing fairly good. I mean, they beat Duke early in the season, remember? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about that. Absolutely. You know, and so they haven't been as good. And this is a team that, that, that at Florida International has kind of struggled. They're one and seven against the spread their last eight games following a straight up loss. So to me, I think you play this one. I'm not leaning one way or the other in this game, Patrick. We go deeper into the basement, New Mexico. They're at San Diego state tonight and San Diego yeah. state's laying 19 and a half here. Yeah, I like San Diego State here. This is a team New Mexico has not covered. They've been one of the most impressive teams in the bottom basement because they've not been able to cover. They're two and three overall, but they're 0 and five against the spread. You know, so and I think going into San Diego State is a hard, hard venture. I would lay that if as long as it stays under three touchdowns, I'm going to take it. All right, we go deeper. Louisiana Monroe, they're hosting Georgia State. Georgia State's laying 16, 15 and a half Terry or 16 Bowden's on the team. road. Yep. Kind of impressive here. You know, I, I, I Monroe's played better than I thought they would this year. They really have. You know, give Terry Bowden credit. He's starting the program up again, so I give him credit. I'm going to pass on this one because I don't know enough about Georgia State to really believe in it. So I'll pass on, on whether I could, would make a play here. You know plenty about the Zips. Akron. Yeah. Better Akron. You can't They're at Bowling that. Green today. Bowling Green's laying 14. Yeah. You know, now look, Bowling Green's not a great team either. No. You know, but Bowling Green, I mean, this is how bad the zippers are. I mean, this is how bad the zippers are. Uh, you know, I'm I'm almost leaning towards taking the 13 and a half with the zippers, but I just can't. I'll take Bowling Green. The zippers. I need it. You know what? We both need an Akron hoodie. That's 100% needs to happen. Uh, next up, Michael, New Mexico State. They're at Nevada. Nevada's oh. laying 29. That line's been moving all the way. I mean, that line might get to 30. They might get to 30, but I'll tell you, New Mexico State has played. They're two. They're four and two against the spread, and they're six and zero oh in their last six games against the spread, following a straight up loss, as we see here on the graphic. Nice job, Stephen Bond. But I, I, I'm gonna. I would take New Mexico State again. I don't, this isn't a strong play. I would take New Mexico State because I think they've done a better job at covering in the past. Well, you said Mississippi, Arkansas. Who needs it? Penn State, Iowa. Who needs it? Alabama, Texas A&M. Who needs it? When you have UConn. UMass, okay? UConn, you UMass. So here. this number open with UConn lane two. It's been bet up the three. And there you see a bunch of trends as far as UConn and UMass. This is disgusting. It is disgusting, but it's football. I mean, UMass is the 130th ranked defense in the country. They're 120, the 128th offensively. <laughs> I mean, is that good? And UConn, I mean, is that good? UConn had Vanderbilt. I mean, they had Vanderbilt beat last week. The last two weeks they played Vanderbilt and they played Wyoming. They've been good. I'm going to go with the UConn. I'm going to go with UConn, even though they're 125th in both offense and both defense. So I think this is this is a must-watch game. You have to watch this. I'm going to demand that Carl Johnson put this game on in the Beau Rivage. He's got to have it on somewhere. I mean, he's got to have it on somewhere on one of those sets because this is an important game. Rarely do you ever get an opportunity to see these two teams fight it out for who's the worst team in college football. It is right? because I mean, as, really, I, as I look, you've got them tied at number one in the basement. So loser goes home, loser stay, loser sticks at one, right? I mean, yeah, this is, and both of these teams are so good at turning the ball over. I mean, this they're is great really, really did, yeah. they're great at turning the ball over. So for me, I'm going to take UConn. They shocked me playing Wyoming. They played Wyoming at home. They shocked me, you know, Massachusetts. I know the games in Amherst, you know, that, that, that I don't think that really matters. So I'm going to go UConn here, even without their head coach. I'll go UConn. I think UConn will cover. Yeah, Matt, uh, producer Matt was even disrespecting the campus uh, there at UMass. I don't know why all the hatred. Uh, here's what else they do. They love to turn the football over, and they love to not defend. Both teams are over <laughs> teams, 5-1 and one to the over. UConn 4-0. Oh. Well, I, I didn't see the line. What's the line? The line right now is UConn lane no, 3. No, I mean the over. Oh, 57. 57. 57. I, I think I'd play the over here. I just, I, I swear, it's for some reason. I know their offenses are bad, too. I mean, I get that. But bad defenses usually makes offenses look better. 
for some reason, I still, I, I, I just hearken always back to Randy Etzel. Randy Etzel had that team in important bowl games. And now all of a sudden, UConn's become, they're constantly sitting at the bottom of your basement. So, anywho, again, who needs Penn State, Iowa, when you've got UConn, UMass? That's the question. I mean, really? I mean, I don't see, I don't see how this isn't one of the marquee games. I'm disappointed that the, the, the ESPN crew's not at this game. <laughs> I mean, they should have, they put them on game day yeah. there. I, I don't know I if mean, it's a really, good business decision to go, <laughs> go to UConn, I mean, UMass. They're at, I mean, they're at Texas, Oklahoma. I mean, seriously, they should have been at Iowa. I mean, if you're going to make some good decisions, you should have been at Iowa, right? Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of which, uh, I want to take a look at that number. That's the top four matchup today. Big 10, Penn State, Iowa, both 5-0. and Two great defenses. Really, the only Georgia, the best defense in the country. These are two and three, respectively. I want to take a look at this number before we get TG on. Again, just to give you an update, Michael. Most books are sitting two now. So, Iowa lane two, hosting Penn State. So, some respect here for uh, Penn State. No doubt. I mean, look, Penn State with Doxson and Cliff, they've got some offensive weapons. And I think that's... I think that's the underlying theme here is people feel like Penn State's offense is better than Iowa. And they both respect the defense. I, I, I think the home crowd, I think Iowa's defense, especially how they played. I mean, you know, everybody didn't think they could beat Indiana at home. They couldn't beat Iowa State. They've just proved Maryland. Remember, that was, a, that was a close game. I think it's a different kind of game. I think they're really good. I think Iowa will, be, will prove that they're good today. I like Penn State, too. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I would take Iowa, though. This, what's interesting is Clifford against the secondary. Iowa leads the nation with 12 picks this year. Clifford, on no the, this, is, this is dicey. Penn State fans, they're getting tight with Clifford on the road here. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it, it, I think the pressure on Clifford – We'll see how he handles it tonight. It's going to be fascinating. Both teams eyeing a college football playoff bid, potentially Penn State, Iowa, 4-3 matchup with two and a half is the number right now in Iowa City. Coming up next, Thomas Gable. Go grab Thomas Gable. He's going to join us. He runs the race and sports book at the Borgata next year on the Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, hockey season right around the corner and we've got the VSEN hockey betting guy which people are raving about. It's awesome. It's all for under 10 bucks. It's only 9.99 strategies and best bets, in-depth analysis from the experts, team and player predictions, daily betting tips. Everything's there. Andy McNeil, Sunshine. Give yourself an edge this hockey season. And get your digital copy now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, Lombardi line as we say good morning here. There it is. A beautiful shot of the Borgata, Atlantic City's finest casino. And the race and sports book director is Thomas Gable, and he joins us now. Look at that, TG. You're going to have a packed, packed Borgata today, my man. Yeah, it's going to be a big day here. I mean, we have... Uh... Big slate of college football. We Penn have State. the Major League Baseball playoffs going on. Is there anything better than October in right. sports? Really serious. Big, big fight tonight between Fury huge and Wilder. That's yeah. a huge, uh, huge match. And uh, and Patrick uh, Keeneland opened their fall meet yesterday. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm aware. So. I was betting it yesterday. Are you? Will you? Will you have a big handle on Fury Wilder? Yeah, we will. We, we certainly will. Uh, in fact, somebody just uh, about. Half hour ago, came up and put twenty thousand down on uh, on Fury already. So, I mean, this is a, a fight that it, it's rare that you can find. Fury's a two dollar and eighty cent favorite right yep. now. It, it's rare that you can find a two dollar underdog uh, to bet that has the knockout power that Wilder has. So, there maybe something to take a look at there. It's, wow. Those those types of uh, opportunities don't come around real often, but. Uh, we, we've seen what's happened in the first two fights between these two, but it should be a good one tonight. And to put to your point, Wilder put on a bunch of weight. Uh, it's a, a, some of the greatest knockout power in the history of the heavyweight division. He put on weight. So, again, 270-ish on Fury right now. Uh, Thomas yep. Gable. So, TG, Michael and I were just discussing huge matchup, Penn State at Iowa. Where's the number in Jersey? I didn't know if you want to start with UMass and UConn. That was the game of the day, right? Let's let's take this seriously. This is an important game. Who do you like? I actually lean UConn in this. I do, too. UMass I have is the worst team in the country. I do, too. I think so, too. I think only bet as much as you're willing to win on UConn today. And thank me later. I'll thank you now. Let's see. We uh, we, we actually have a little bit more money on uh, UMass. People are betting that game. So. Uh, 
good. I'm, I'm happy they are. <laughs> I guess they'll get they'll get the big screen, not not Penn State and Iowa. But let's get to Penn State and Iowa, shall okay. we? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Not fooling around. So, Iowa laying two at the moment. This game opened two and a half. Um, totals 41. The, the total really hasn't moved much at all. Two undefeated Big Ten teams set to go at it here in Iowa City this afternoon, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, local kick here on the East Coast. Uh, both these teams obviously fe feature very good defenses. This could really come down to can Iowa continue to force turnovers and put their offense in good field position. That's been the key for them all season yep. long. Uh, Iowa does not have an explosive offense. Uh, they've benefited from the defense, being able to produce turnovers uh, and putting them in good field position spots. Interestingly, they face a quarterback here in Sean Clifford, who has traditionally struggled with ball protection, especially on the road. But so far this year, Clifford hasn't hasn't really struggled in, in that aspect. Uh, he needs to play it safe here, take what the Iowa defense gives him. And, uh, you know, I was plus 12 in turnover margin so yep. far this year. And that's why they're undefeated. It's not because, you know, by in terms of total yards per game, they really have the worst offense in the Big Ten, if that's the stat that you're looking at there. But they're just they're put in these great opportunities really due to that turnover margin. Yeah. And how do you value the home crowd here at Kinnick Stadium? I mean, what do you guys what do you think of that? Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's definitely going to be a value put on that, um, you know, much as it, it, this is this is a big Big, big, big ten matchup here. So, uh, I mean, I would put that uh, probably about, a, give it about a point and a half to the two points. Are you yeah. all the way done? I mean, Are you, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Michael. No, I think I think that's right. I think the crowd and and look, I you know, teams create turnovers by the speed of their defense. I think if you really want to know how good a defense is, go to the fumbles force category. And you'll see fumbles force, fumbles recover. Fumbles force indicate speed of your defense. New England this year is, I think they forced one fumble. You know, and so you're worried about your team's speed when you don't do those things. And I think that's where Iowa has been able to be. These turnovers just don't happen because the offense is bad. Right. You create the turnovers. And I think what, 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 what Thomas said is true. And Penn State, if they have to play faster, do they get complicated? Do they make that mistake, you know, that they didn't make against Wisconsin that Wisconsin made? Yep. Iowa leads the nation with 12 picks this year. It'll be a big test for Clifford and Penn State on the road. Your number hasn't budged Red River, right? Oklahoma, Texas, you've stayed at three? No. Yeah, it's it's stayed at three. The, uh, the total has moved up a point from where we opened at 63 and a half. Now, this game we did open up as a game of the year uh, back in May, and Oklahoma was a 10-point favorite uh, back in May when uh, when it was listed on that on that rotation ID as a game of the year. But uh, Oklahoma comes in here off the nice win over Kansas State. Uh, the offense looked efficient. They scored on seven of the eight drives, and Spetzer Rattler probably had his best game of the season. He only had uh, three incompletions in that game. On defense, Oklahoma was serviceable. They they missed some tackles here and there. Um, it's going to be important to try and control the clock here and give the defense a breather as Texas will certainly look to, to run the football, slow the game down. Texas running back, uh, Robinson, he's very talented back who leads the FBS in missed tackles. Uh, and, of course, Oklahoma will be getting Marcus Major back. Uh, that news came out. He gives them a little bit more depth at running back. Not sure how much time we'll, he'll get today against Texas, but it's going to be big for the, uh, the Sooners moving forward there. You know, I think this game really is about when you break down Oklahoma, the struggles offensively have happened on first down. I mean, they're, they're really not a good first down team. Their first down efficiency has been less than typically what it is under Lincoln Riley. And that's put them in a hole and it's put a lot of pressure on Spencer Rattler. Whereas Texas has been very effective because of Robinson's ability to run the football. Yeah. You know, and I think that this is now I, I think the, the key to the game is if Oklahoma can get in front and force Texas to have to throw more than run. Yep. That becomes a different different ball game. Are you down to two and a half in Lincoln with Michigan in town? Uh, we are. That That is at two and a half. Uh, open three and a half. And total is 50. Of course, Scott Frost here looking for his uh, first win against a ranked team today as uh, the Wolverines come into Lincoln. I, I think Adrian Martinez here, the uh, Nebraska quarterback, he's going to be the key today, keeping that Michigan uh, defense off balance. Uh, if 
Nebraska can establish the run and open up the game for Martinez. Uh, this is an offense that uh, Michigan hasn't really seen anything like it this year. So I think also home field advantage should matter for Nebraska here. Uh, there'll be a huge crowd, it'll be loud and energetic. The Nebraska defense will need to contain the, the Michigan run game, much like they did, um, much like Rutgers and Wisconsin did, but uh, couldn't. But Michigan can't look at this as a tune-up game for Penn State and Ohio State. Uh, this is a much better Nebraska team than we saw lose to Illinois at the beginning of the yeah. season. They're only allowing 15.5 points per game. They match up well with the Michigan run, this run-first offense that Michigan employs. Um, has the top rushing attack in the conference, and they, Michigan really has three good backs that they can throw with them. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, this is going to be – we're, we're going to find out if Nebraska can run the ball on Michigan, if they can establish that, especially if Michigan can get him into second and longs and win that first down battle because then it, it, favors, it favors the Michigan defense. I think that's really what's going to be the key to the game. Can Michigan force them to make Martinez have to beat him with his arm, not with his legs? And I, I like the way they play defense, and I think they'll run, stunt, and they'll do so much. I mean, when you break down – when you break down Nebraska on offense, I mean, where they've been they've been effective has been on first and 10. I mean, they've been one of the better teams on first and 10 over this win streak on offense. Yeah, yeah we, it's even even ticket count here on this game, but uh, much more money on Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska is certainly getting bet here. Well, to Mike, to your point, Thomas, they're 5-0 ATS since that lost week one against Illinois, and they ran for yep. almost 500 yards last week against Northwestern. So Nebraska coming yeah. in. Betters are feeling them. Okay, Arkansas, Mississippi, where are you at on that? Yeah, th this game currently five and a half, uh, and the total is 66 and a half. Uh, we took a bigger bet here on the under, um, uh, 65,000 on the under here. So uh, both the programs coming off losses last week there to really the cream of the crop in, in college football. Uh, we saw last week and just how far separated Alabama and Georgia are from the field in in college football and now their opponents uh, last week and they'll square off here we've seen the line move towards arkansas already in the market uh when you handicap this game it really comes down to can old miss stop the arkansas running game which is one of the best in college football they rank 21st in college football in yards per carry at 5.2 they average 224.6 yards per game on the ground which is 18th in the country so the Mississippi defense, it has certainly improved from last season, but I think they'll still struggle here against this good Arkansas offensive line. And now for Arkansas on defense, they tend to not give up big plays. Uh, they, they allow a lot of short passes there uh, over the middle. We know Ole Miss's offensive explosive. We'll see how they attack this Arkansas scheme here. Baseball playoffs, college football, a big fight to end fight. the night. It's going to be crazy there, TG. Enjoy your Saturday, and good luck to and you, Thomas. Tomorrow morning, we got a football game. Yeah, we do. That's right. We're going to be live betting it right here on the Lombardi line. We come back and run the board. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. 
All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we talked about it. You can bet it. That's Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder tonight. $10 wins you 200 if Fury wins. Okay, so again, new betters over at BetMGM. Let's place a bet on Tyson Fury for 10 bucks. 200 bucks is in your account if he does win. It's VSEN 200, the code VSIN 200, BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Eligibility restrictions apply. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We welcome you back here on the Lombardi line on a week six college football Saturday. Of course, Michael just mentioned it. Good job by you, Michael. We are going to be in-game betting. That, and again, I don't know what the I don't know what the queen did to us as a country, but we're giving them, them the Jets and the Falcons tomorrow. Uh-huh. But if we can bet it, we can talk about it. We will on NFL Sunday tomorrow here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi hanging out at the Borgata. Will he'll be all football season? Here comes Josh Applebaum. Market Insights, of course, is the pod, and we say hi to Josh. A couple of updates, and plus, I know you have a board to throw up with short road dogs. Hi, Josh. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Yeah, a couple updates here, guys. You know, in the first segment, we talked about buying low on these unranked teams versus ranked teams, looking at Rutgers, Nebraska, uh, Virginia Tech, Syracuse. But here's another theme to look out for today, guys. These short road dogs, uh, plus four or less. The theme here is, you know, if you're only getting four or less on the road, typically three points home field, maybe it's more like two. But what you're thinking is basically kind of a coin flip game, neutral site. Maybe it's more of a, a pick em type matchup. So a couple line moves uh, that we've noticed here with these short road dogs, plus four or less. They're 23 and 12 against the spread this year. 66% ATS. They're 55% ATS the last decade. West Virginia guys, we wrote this board here. They're plus three down to plus two. Guess what? They're falling to one and a half or one. A lot of money, Michael, coming in here on West Virginia. So also match a short road dog uh, plus four or less with a, a low total. Total on that one's only 40. Uh, I think it's like 48. This thing's really, really falling here. It might be even 44 at this point. Uh, but those short road dogs uh, with the low total, 14, nine ATS, 61%. Another one that caught our eyes, guys, uh, if you're looking at um, USC and Utah, everybody's betting USC today here. They're getting about three out of four bets across the market. Yet Utah coming off a buy and also that short road dog match. They've gone from plus four to plus three. Also, Utah, I think they're going to play with a heavy heart today, guys. Terrible news uh, last week. Their safety, Aaron uh, Love or Aaron Lowe, he died in a in a shooting after a party. So I think they're going to really get uh, get up for this game and try to win it for him. And then also you're looking at uh, Virginia and Louisville. Uh, Virginia off that big win against Miami, 30 to 28. They covered plus three and a half. A lot of people here betting Louisville at home, yet we've seen uh, this line fall Virginia plus three to plus two and a half. Also a rest advantage for UVA uh, last played Thursday versus, Thursday versus Louisville Sunday. And that UVA offense averaging 526 yards a game, only 444 uh, for, for Virginia. And Virginia only giving up 412 a game defensively, 434 for Louisville. So these are some short road dogs, especially West Virginia, Michael. What do you think about that? Uh, we wrote this board, it was two. It's all the way down to one and a half for one for country roads. Yeah, I mean, look, West Virginia, they, they they played Oklahoma as well as you can play them on the road. 16-13 had every opportunity to win that game. Remember, the center snapped the ball over the quarterback's head, took about a field goal range, and, and cost them that game. So, look, I, I don't see any doubt why West Virginia can't go in and play Baylor down there in Waco. Play them well. Okay, good job, Josh. Michael, let's throw up your official plays for today. And, Josh, you can react to him as well. We'll go ahead, Stephen, and throw it up. We mentioned he likes UConn laying the three at UMass. Love UConn. <laughs> yeah, you can I take a look. Rutgers at six. I, 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 I had Rutgers at six, but I guess it's gone all the way down. You know, I'm going to go with Ed Orgeron today. <laughs> I think I think it's uh, I think it's a, it's do or die for Big Ed. I think, it's do, I think he's got to rally the troops and see what he could do. 
I love Alabama. I, I, I'm a little nervous about Carl and Jimbo Fisher, but I, I think Alabama's going to roll. I think Alabama's going to keep rolling. I don't see A&M being able to score and move the ball. And I'll go with Lane playing at home against Arkansas, laying less than a touchdown. I think this will be a challenge for uh, Matt, Durrell, uh, Matt Carell. We'll find out how good he is offensively against a really good Arkansas team. But I'm going to go with Lane to bounce back. Popcorn's on Carl Johnson. <laughs> Get your popcorn ready. You mentioned that Rutgers number, Josh, has moved. I, I got Westgate at three and a half. Most books now with Michigan State – the Sparty Party Lane four. That's some big movement there on that number, Josh. Yeah, definitely big movement. We talked earlier, guys. This was what we let off the show with. More than 80% of bets on Michigan State. Again, ranked team just laying a short number. Give it to me all day, says these casual uh, bettors here, the public overall. Uh, yet, again, we've seen this thing fall. You know, Michael got a great number on that one, the six. I think Michael got the high water mark there, but even like a, you know, a five and a half, a five, this thing's getting all the way down to four or three and a half guys. So uh, I'm with you guys with that movement toward Rutgers. Also, Michael, UConn, uh, great point by you. They were minus two to minus three. I like that this is a game that really we're the only ones I feel like we're talking about it yet. We're seeing some big action tells me some big money's coming in. If you look at uh, UConn, they rolled UMass last year, 56 to 35. And then one comment on LSU guys, Michael, you actually uh, intersected both system matches today. So a short road dog four or less. With LSU would match. Also, they have a line move plus three to plus two and a half. Uh, and you have a system match here um, uh, with these unranked versus ranked matches as well. So I'm looking at LSU guys. I, I think you're right, Michael. Desperation spot there with uh, Tigers. Yeah, I, I think this is really the last step. I mean, if Ed comes home losing in, in Lexington, he's going to, you know, I don't think, and I look, the state, I talked to my buddy who's an LSU alum. He says, well, the state's broke, the athletic department's broke but they will find the money because football's that important. I think this is that they're not used to losing. They didn't build, they didn't win a national championship to turn around and go back to the, to the old, you know, uh, Gary DiNardo era. You know, they, they want to win this thing and they, and they see themselves, they realize they get out coached in a lot of games. And yes, Josh, I can assure you, we very much are the only show talking UConn UMass. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, that's a lock. Let's go, Michael. Let's go, Red River, Oklahoma, that's Texas. That's not fair. That's not, that's important. It's important. No, game. of course it is. That's it's what it's. It's what's a, it's money. It's it's the same. It's the same money as Iowa and the Penn State. It's green. You nailed it. Actually, you can bet Bitcoin on that one. Uh, let's go, Oklahoma, Texas, Michael. Right now, Oklahoma's jumped up to four here, uh, laying it there in Dallas. I'll take the. Uh, I'll take Texas. I'll take the Texas and the points. Okay, Josh. I'm going to go Oklahoma here, guys. I think what you're waiting for was this to bottom out at minus three. A lot of, uh, you know, bets, percentage of bets, public all over Texas in the points here. I don't, I don't blame them. You know, Oklahoma hasn't covered their one and four ATS, Texas four and one ATS. But I love the fact that late, again, late movement, and this game's only nine minutes away. We just saw it jump three to three and a half, then three and a half up to four. So uh, two ranked teams take the favorite, 57% ATS last decade. I'll go Oklahoma here, buy low on a team that doesn't cover against a team that has. Josh, set Michael up on that Michigan number because I want to get an official, I want to get a play from Michael. I feel like he has a pretty good read on that game. Where's that number sitting right now in Lincoln? Yeah, so pretty much around the key number three, Patrick, also minus two and a half. So you're right around there. I think if you like Michigan here, you're going to want that minus two and a half, obviously. Uh, if you like Nebraska, you know, search for that three. You really wanted the hook there. Uh, Michael, that would match unranked versus ranked with Nebraska. But I think you're leaning Michigan in that spot, right? I definitely am leaning Michigan here. I think this is a different Michigan team. I really do. I think different defensively, and I think it'll make a difference today. Okay, side in total, Arkansas, Mississippi, Michael. I want to get a play here. Uh, side right now. Well, I love five. Mississippi. I love Mississippi. It was on my board as a play. I love Mississippi. I lean oh, under here. I love Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, I love Mississippi. Yeah, pardon me. I realized that was on your official play. 66, a big total. Uh, Arkansas, good defensive team. You take a look there. There's one more I wanted to get in before we got out of here. Do you have a play on that Maryland-Ohio State game, Michael? Ohio State's lane 21 and a half. I'm going to lay the points with Ohio State. I think Ohio State knows they've kind of stubbed their toe. I think they need to keep showing people they could score and dominate. I think Maryland's a fraud. I really do. I don't think Maryland's as good as that record. Okay. They're Virginia, Louisville. Josh mentioned it a little bit earlier as far as the system. This number's been bet down to two and a half. Michael, I'll give it to you. Virginia at Louisville. Louisville lane two and a hook. You know, Virginia's not as good as they've been uh, defensively, but I'm going to go Virginia here. I, I like Bronco Mendenhall's team. I'll take Virginia here. And Josh, just to reiterate, 
your original angle as far as ranked versus unranked. Any movement there? Yeah, ranked versus unranked, guys. This is something we've been watching all day. Uh, Nebraska continues to get hit. You're, again, we mentioned this. I know Michael uh, is looking Michigan there. But again, some of those books going to two and a half is definitely meaningful. Uh, and then also, guys, I know this isn't unranked versus ranked, but two ranked teams. I keep going back to that Oklahoma move. The fact that that's a public play toward Texas, yet we just saw that three to three and a half, then three and a half to four. Um, to me, that late movement is always meaningful. That's some limits to raise and big bets come in. Definitely caught my eye there with uh, with a late move to Oklahoma. Oh, I know the one I wanted, Michael. I want to ask you. There was a big uh, – go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. There's one thing. Illinois is playing uh, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Illinois. A lot of money on Wisconsin here. A lot of money on Wisconsin. I want to play uh, from you on Georgia-Auburn. And Georgia right now at Jordan-Hare. Georgia on the road, lane 15, Michael. I'm going to take Georgia. I think it's going to be hard for them to to really block this front. I'm going to I'm going to take Georgia. Okay, Josh. Anything from you on the way out, my friend? One thing I'd look out for, guys. Big baseball day. I know we didn't talk about it a ton, but I think it's a good spot to buy low on the Dodgers tonight. They lost last night. Big uh, big move there to San Fran, getting it done for nothing. But that was kind of the curse of the you know you win the wild card and the next you turn around in that uh, first division game. I think those teams are now one in ten overall. Their last eleven. Uh, but the Dodgers with Urias on the bump, they open minus one hundred five. A pick them, guys. They're up to like minus one seventeen. I look at the Dodgers to bounce back today. Good one, Josh. Okay, Michael. Jets Falcons early tomorrow morning. You ready? Can't wait. Let's get it going. <laughs> Yes, you and the queen will have tea. I'll pour the tea, Patrick. How's that? It's wonderful. Enjoy your Saturday, Michael. Enjoy the fire. Josh, you as well. Wes and Dave coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 